Good evening, Agile Acquisitions enthusiasts, and welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. So cheers. All right. Well, tonight I wanted to get down to the basics and talk about what is Agile Acquisitions. Of course, there's Agile Development, which is taking the federal government world by storm. You're hearing that everywhere. But is Agile Acquisition actually the same thing as Agile Development? Absolutely not. Of course, the two go together. Uh, when you're doing Agile Development, you, you want to have an Agile Acquisition to support it. But an Agile Acquisition can be appropriate for all kinds of acquisitions. Because really what we're talking about is being efficient, being effective, being flexible, and getting things done quickly. So when we're doing that, we want to take advantage of all of the capabilities that are provided for us in the Federal Acquisition Regulations. Uh, as well as other acquisition authorities that are provided. Uh, specifically, I thought I'd, I, I would talk about tonight uh, simplified acquisition procedures, which I personally think are, are far too underused uh, when we're talking about how we're gonna get things done efficiently. We're so quick to look for, you know, how can we sole source something? How can we circumvent competition? Sometimes that's the right thing to do uh, when it makes sense and when there's an appropriate exception. But generally speaking, we can do acquisitions, we can have fair competition to the maximum extent practical, practical um, and the FAR provides that for us under simplified acquisition procedures. So if you actually look under FAR Part 13, uh, feel free to go to myfar.io if you want to take a look at this. Uh, FAR Part 13 talks about the SAT procedures, specifically FAR 13.104. Uh, talks about the fact that while you should attempt to go out to the maximum extent you can, uh, the maximum extent may be nothing more than identifying three vendors that can reasonably perform the work and would likely be interested in bidding on it. Uh, this, this, uh, this can then uh, avoid having to post something on the government point of entry and can get you narrowed down to a much more strategic population of vendors that can uh, respond to your requirement. Um, when you take that in conjunction with commercial uh, acquisitions or FAR 13.5, which is Simplified Acquisition Procedures for Commercial Contracting, um, and as I've explained in some of my other videos, we're talking about Agile development. I believe that's a commercial service since we adopted this practice from industry. Um, and so now we have a threshold of $7 million. Now I know when we talk about government procurement, $7 million is about as much as we pay for the program management of most of our acquisitions. Um, but that's basically unnecessary. I mean, if you talk to any startup company, uh, if they were given the opportunity for $7 million, the things they could have done with that right from the get-go would be absolutely amazing. Uh, and the government doesn't have to be any different. We just have to strip away all of the unnecessary reporting and requirements um, that industry is charging us for, and, and rightfully so. Uh, but that's what makes the prices so high. That's what makes uh, the, all, the, all the steps and hoops we make them jump through is what makes the indirect rates for these uh, traditional government contractors so high. They have to cover their costs. Um, so we simplify the process. I've talked a few times uh, about simplifying that process through a down-select approach. Uh, I think this is a great way to uh, be nimble, to be efficient, to give uh, industry. I believe industry should only have to put in as much work and the government should only have to put in as much work as commensurate with the likelihood of success. So if, with a down-select process, whether uh, it's a white paper or uh, I'm starting to use forms, so pre-scripted pre forms where all the answers will come back in the same format, um, 
so that way when when you know there's a when there is competition when there's several vendors being considered and the likelihood of winning is you know up in the air you know the the vendor input is, is minimized and the reviewers work to determine whether a vendor is capable based on some very clear criteria that's limited as well as you start narrowing that pool and you're getting more and more serious with the vendors that remain in the population then it's time to start deepening the in engagement and involvement with these vendors to see uh, who was truly the best fit uh, so and remember you know thus far 13 that covers uh, all sorts of acquisitions but you have far 16.5 also specifically talks about IDIQs and simplifying acquisitions as well so in that same sense when you're going under an IDIQ yeah of course you have to give fair opportunity to all the vendors on a particular award but you should be streamlining that acquisition so agile acquisition at the end of the day as I said is, is really just a matter of making things efficient it's lean it's taking out the parts of the process that don't add value and maximizing the parts that do so there you go that's agile acquisitions hopefully i've given you a couple strategies that you can use you can try out or you can recommend if you're on the industry side if you're seeing rfps or if agencies are coming to you and asking how um, best they might get to your uh, services or supplies these are recommendations that you should consider bringing to them in addition to the other ones that i've mentioned in the past uh, hopefully this was helpful for you. If it was, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. As always, subscribe to these videos. If you keep watching them, I'll keep making them. I really appreciate all the feedback and encouragement that I've gotten. Uh, it's kind of cool every, every time I go to meetings or go to uh, events, people are like, oh, I've seen your video. So if you're watching them, you know, let me know. Leave me a comment or subscribe so I know that they're, that they're actually getting the, uh, the usefulness out of it that uh, I'm hoping you are. So with that, uh, you all have a great weekend, and I'll catch you next week. Cheers.